You're listening to the Epic Living Podcast with Jim Simcoe. I'm Jim Simcoe, and I'm here to help you make your life epic. So let's get rolling. Hey, everybody. It's Jim Simcoe. Welcome to the podcast. I feel like I haven't podcasted in forever. We've been gone on a, a trip, and then my wife and kids were gone on a trip, So, but I'm back at it now. So my apologies for being away, but I'm back. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing fantastic. So today, the topic is Arnold Schwarzenegger's six rules for success. Now, I read these rules these rules recently, and I was pretty impressed by them, Quite, I got to say. Um, I've never been a huge Schwarzenegger fan. I don't really know much about him because I'm not a power lifter or hardcore weightlifter, even though I do CrossFit. Um, but obviously, we all know who Schwarzenegger is. He's, he's really come a long way from being a skinny little kid in Germany and coming over here and being a um, champion bodybuilder and then governor of California, which I just find hysterical. Can you hear that little squeak, that squeak right there? That's in my floor in my office, do you believe that? But anyway, so he's got six rules that he wrote about what it takes to be successful and I read them and I was like, wow, these are really, really good. So let's go through them. So his very first rule is to trust yourself. So in, in, I'm going to tell you on each one of these rules kind of what my take is and why I think they're important. So trust yourself. I think this is one of the most important rules you can have, one of the things, most important things you can live in your life. Because here's the thing. No one else is uniquely you, right? So because no one else is exactly like you are and because you have your own specific DNA and your own hopes and dreams and abilities and efforts and blah, 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 blah. If no one else is uniquely you, then no one else really truly knows what you're able to do. So anybody who tells you that, you know, you can't do it or they don't think it'd be successful or whatever, like you shouldn't listen to that. The only person you should really listen to is yourself and you should be able to trust yourself and not be, and and be afraid and not be afraid to trust yourself. Because again, you are unique. We are all unique. We all have hidden talents um, and skills that probably nobody knows. And along those lines, you know, you're probably better and stronger, more confident and uh, more intelligent than you probably even think that you are. So this is all about maximizing your DNA. You gotta maximize your DNA. You have to be able to trust yourself. And for, you know, and I've talked about it before, but so I've run a bunch of marathons, half marathons, whatever, and I've had a couple knee surgeries and back surgeries. So I'm really not somebody who looks like they'd be able to run a marathon. And I remember during my very first marathon, I was dying. Like mile 16, I was like, Jesus, this is horrible. I hate this. Um, But I kept going because I had the internal trust in myself to say, hey, like, look, you can do this. Like, this isn't going to kill you. Like, we can keep, you know, let's keep going. Like, I I thought, okay, I'm just going to keep on running. And I did, and I finished the marathon, you know, and not to make a melodramatic story, more melodramatic, but I, you know, went on to do more marathons. So, but my point is, is that, by being able to trust myself, I was able to be successful in that situation. So trust yourself. It's the very first rule. Second rule, which is really kind of funny because it's a rule, but it's the second rule is to break some rules. Okay, so he talks about this, and I think it's really unique, but break some rules. So I'm not saying break any laws. I'm also not saying that, you know, you shouldn't care if you hurt people. I don't think that's the, the spirit of the rule at all. So don't hurt people, but also don't worry about breaking the occasional rule now and then. Um, one of my favorite quotes 
uh, they probably heard is that people who make, uh, usually it's the people who make maps that make history, not the people who follow maps. So don't be afraid to break some rules now and then, because if you're always focused on the rules, you'll never be able to focus truly on your growth. So instead of asking when you're in a certain situation, God, is this allowed? Am I allowed to do this? You know, you should be asking yourself questions like, well, is this illegal? Is this immoral? Is this going to hurt anyone? Again, don't hurt anybody. Don't break any laws. I don't want you to end up in prison and then be like, hey, well, Jim was telling me that I should, you know, break rules <clears throat> and didn't care about laws. No, don't break any laws. But don't worry about breaking occasional rules now and then. I've done it plenty of times in my life. And usually the long-term gain uh, far outweighs any short-term consequences if you break some small rule here or there. Um, as an example, going back to high school, we had, a th- we had a dress code at the high school I went to. I went to a private Catholic high school in Providence, Rhode Island, and we had a dress code. And one of the rules that I thought was just asinine in this dress code was that I had to wear socks. Um, even, you know, it, it technically wasn't in the dress code, but it was one of those, you know, kind of um, rules of school that you had to wear socks. And in the, you know, in the spring in Providence, Rhode Island, when it's really muggy out, like I didn't want to wear socks. Plus I kind of wanted to look cool. You know, high school, everybody wants to look cool. I got to admit, that's kind of where I was coming from. So I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to do it. So I broke that rule and I got in trouble. And I got in trouble with, uh, you know, the, the principal, Mr. Scanlon. And he was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you not wearing socks? The point of it was, was that it was something I, at the time I really believed in for whatever reason, again, I'm, I'm talking about the, you know, the 15 year old me. Um, and I did it now. So, so the fact is, is like by breaking that rule, I had a short, short term consequence in the sense that you know, I was in trouble with the principal. But the long-term effect of that was that I became more confident in myself and I was more willing to challenge things that I didn't believe in. And I think that's been a big factor in my life is that I'm not afraid to challenge things that uh, I don't believe in. And that largely started when I didn't want to wear socks in high school. So break some rules. And uh, again, instead of asking, is this allowed? Say, is this illegal? Is this immoral? Is it going to hurt anyone? And obviously, not wearing socks um, uh, as part of your dress code is probably not going to hurt anybody. So that's rule number two. Rule number three, do not be afraid to fail. You cannot be afraid to fail. Failure is part of having an epic life. It is an absolute core component of having an epic life. If you want to have an epic life, if that's why you're listening, um, then you have to be okay with failing, okay? Um, failure is not part of a boring life. So if you want to have an incredibly boring life and never have any growth and never have any fun and just kind of eke through a miserable experience, then, then don't fail ever, okay? Because failure is not part of a boring life. But if you're if you want an epic life, let me tell you something. You're gonna have you are gonna fail and it's just part all part of the deal. I fail all the time. I fail all the time. I've talked about it in this podcast. Um, I could probably spend you know 24 hours recording straight about every single one of my failures and probably just get to uh, failures up to eighth grade. So failing is just part of our of our challenge of living an epic life. And here's the thing you don't have to like it 
I'm not telling you to love failure or be in love with failure. I know that there are self-help books and people out there say like, oh, love failure because it brings you closer to it brings you closer to success or whatever. God, I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, and I think that that's total crap. Like, why would you ever love failure? Like, I just don't think you have to love it. Um, you don't have to like it. Just don't be afraid of it. Think of it like cauliflower, okay? I don't like cauliflower. I don't love cauliflower. But guess what? I'm not afraid of it. If I see it, I'm not afraid of it. And if I have to eat it sometimes, I'll eat it. I'm definitely not afraid of it. It's the same way I think about failure is you don't have to like it. Just don't be afraid of it. Okay. Rule number four, work your ass off. You've got to work your ass off for whatever your vision is, your mission, whatever you're, whatever you're focused on, you got to work your, off, your ass off on it. So as an example, I am very, very passionate um, about helping people have epic lives and about creating an epic life for myself and my family. And right now, it's 6.45 on a Tuesday morning, and I'm already in my office recording a podcast. And I've been here for about 45 minutes already. Why am I in super early? Is it because I love to get up early? No, not really. Is it, is it because I have a burning passion to get this podcast out? Yeah, it kind of is. It might sound a little cheesy, but yeah, that's why. That's why I got up and I was like, oh, I want to record that podcast. I came in. I didn't even eat breakfast yet and got right to recording because I feel that strongly and that passionate about what I'm doing. And I believe that the deeper your vision is and the deeper you believe in your vision or in your mission, then the harder you're willing to work because a lot of times it doesn't feel like work. Like right now, this is not work to me. I really enjoy it. And I'll tell you two stories about <clears throat> my past uh, uh, my past career when I worked in the corporate world. Um, for a very, very brief period of time, I worked for an Indian company that sold telecom and they were based in India and I worked on my own in my house um, and I hated the job. I was not invested in it at all. And, uh, you know, I really should apologize to them because I really just didn't work hard. I did not put any ounce of effort into that job at all. And I basically collected a paycheck. And I'm kind of ashamed to even say that or embarrassed at least to even say that. But it's true. I just didn't care about it at all. So <clears throat> that was an example of me not working my ass off and not, not trying hard at all. Um, I just didn't care about that job at all. Compare that to the very first job I ever had, which uh, my very first outside sales job, which was for LA Cellular in LA. And that job, I worked my ass off because I was all about uh, wanting to make money and really grow my career. So, I mean, I used to get up at four o'clock in the morning and drive to uh, all these different lumber yards around Los Angeles, because at the time, this is like, you know, early nineties, um, a lot of contractors didn't have cell phones. And so they were a great market to sell cell phones to. I, I was an outside sales rep selling cell phones. So I worked my ass off. I worked my ass off at that job because I was so passionate and so believed in what I was doing that it was really, really important to me. So that's the lesson here is to work your ass, uh, work your ass off. It's kind of like Bill Belichick of the Patriots says like his, his mantra is do your job you know, work hard and do your job. And that's really what I believe. Like if you've got a burning passion for something and you really believe in what you're doing, then you're going to have to work your ass off. That is Arnold's uh, fifth rule. Arnold's sixth rule, which I think is great too, is 
the concept of giving something back. So you hear this a lot. People are always talking about, well, you got to give back or you need to give back. And, and I think that it's a, if for no other reason, you should give back for a selfish reason, because you get more benefit out of giving back than anybody you're probably helping. In a lot of ways, you owe it to your legacy to give back and you owe it to your, um, you know, to people in your family and, you know, whatever you're doing to give back. And if you've got no time, I, I would tell you to make time. There are other things that you can cut out so that you can, so that you can give back. And like, you know, for my own perfect, uh, my own example, um, I'm a pretty busy guy, as you know, I, you know, run a couple of different business, a uh, couple of different businesses and I'm married got two children and I've got two dogs and two cats. So, you know, it's, life is pretty busy, but I serve on the board of an awesome group called Silver Age Yoga. And it's a great group. It's a group that helps senior citizens or gives classes to senior citizens, gives yoga classes to senior citizens, which is fantastic. It really helps their vitality, helps them um, uh, age better, you know, provides enjoyment, provides community. So it's a great Great, great, great organization. And I was brought into the organization by a woman, uh, an executive director who ended up not being the greatest executive director in the world. And she ended up leaving the organization. And uh, uh, a woman named Joanne, who's become a good friend, took it over. And Joanne is a selfless woman. This is a woman who has a, you know, high-powered corporate job, is married. You know, she works uh, ridiculous hours, during the week at her regular job and then works on silver age yoga stuff um, on the weekends. <clears throat> and I can tell you from being on the board last year, when, uh, when the first executive director left, we were in bad shape financially and, and had all kinds of problems with, within the organization financially. And Joanne came in and really turned everything around. So I really admire not just how much, how hard she's worked at doing this, but the fact that this is a woman who doesn't have to give back. She doesn't have to be the executive director of this organization. She doesn't have to work as hard as she does. She doesn't have to do all that after working all week at a corporate job. And I really, really admire her. So my, my point is, is that if she can do it, and if I can do it, then there's definitely an opportunity for you to give back in whatever way you want. And I would tell you, one of the easiest ways to give back is to figure out you know, which group resonates the most with you. So for me personally, it's kids, women, and homeless. So I've made no, uh, um, uh, I'm not shy about saying that, like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very interested in helping kids, especially kids who have been victims of sexual abuse, uh, helping women uh, who've been victims of domestic violence and helping homeless whenever I can. Um, if you can hear a truck, there's a truck in the background because I'm here so early that <laughs> their trucks go by. So great. But anyway, so find a group that resonates with you. Find a group that, you know, you believe in. And maybe it's just a couple of volunteer hours. You know, maybe you love the beach and, you you know, you'll do some volunteer work with Surfrider Foundation and go, uh, go do a beach cleanup. I've done those. So find a group that resonates with you and really give back. So the, those are, at the end of the day, are Arnold's six rules. Is to trust yourself, break some rules, don't be afraid to fail. Um, work your ass off and give back. Um, one thing I'm noticing now, because it's first thing in the morning, is that I forgot 
one rule. So I'm going to put it at the end. He also says to ignore the naysayers. So this is the sixth. We'll call this the sixth rule because um, I just kind of went out of order. But so great. I broke one of the, I broke rule number two. I broke, uh, I broke the rule where it says break some rules, which is fine. So anyway, ignore the naysayers. So here's the thing about naysayers, right? There's always going to be, you're always going to have someone around you, someone in your life that is telling you that you're not going to do it right or don't think you could do it. So here's the thing. These are people who bitch about everything, right? Whether they're bitching about your thing or they're bitching about someone else's thing, they're going to bitch about something. That's just kind of how they're built. So unfortunately for them, that's just a real way. That's a real tough way to live your life. And so I would challenge you not to do that. But the very, the, the other thing is, is like, don't listen to them. They're not worth your time. Not only are they not worth your time, but every time you listen to them or allow them to seep into your consciousness, it, it, it takes your eyes off of your goal and it seeps your energy, right? So it takes energy away from you. It takes your eyes off your goal and it's really not doing you any good. So ignore the people who would think that, you know, you're not going to be successful or ignore the people who, you know, you would, you know, you would hear say that you're wrong or you can't do it or whatever. Just ignore them. I do it all the time. I have tons of people who've told me that I'm wrong or I can't do it or whatever. And quite honestly, I don't even hear it anymore. It's kind of like they're here, you know, they're, they're speaking a totally different language. And, and I think that that's key is to just ignore them. It's not worth listening to them. So with that said, those are the six rules. I think these rules are a great place to start. Really interesting way to live your life and consider what you're doing in your life. And they're also, they serve as a great reminder of how we should live our lives and like, are we doing these things? And if you're not doing these things, why aren't you doing them? You know, what about it is, you know, what's going on in your life that you can't do these things or you're choosing not to. So follow these rules. I think they're awesome. I would love to hear from you. What rules do you believe in? What, what rules, which one of these rules resonates the most with you? Uh, what are the, some of the things that govern how you live or what rules that are not on here? do you believe in? So I'd love to hear from you. And quite honestly, if you if you send me something, there's a strong chance you might end up in, in my book. So feel free to email me at jim at jimsimco.com, jim at jimsimco.com, and just with a subject line of rules and just put in anything, any rules that you have in there. And, uh, and then I may quote you in my book. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the website, jimsimco.com, and I will talk to you soon. Have a fantastic day. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you want more information, check out my website at jimsimco.com, J-I-M-S-I-M as in Mary, C-O-E.com for more updates and some free guides to help you make your life epic. With that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks.